uh, full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Many of you have uh, have heard the story of 22-year-old Jesse Galganoff. On September the 24th, he left his hometown of Montreal for an eight-month backpacking trip through South America and Southeast Asia. Uh, was fulfilling his dream of uh, traveling the world while taking a gap year before starting medical school. On September the 28th, he uh, he texted his mother saying he uh, might be unable to communicate for a few days. He planned to hike the Santa Cruz Trail through the uh, Cordillera Blanca Mountains. He assured his mother he'd be reachable after October the 2nd. Now it's three weeks later. His mother has not um, heard from him. Uh, his mother, Alisa Clayman, is with us live via telephone from Peru. Alisa, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Uh, what's the latest? Could you give us an update as to uh, what your efforts have uh, have produced at this point? Uh, yes, there's there's a lot of efforts ongoing. Unfortunately, nothing really concrete has come out yet. They're pursuing the police are pursuing this along every front. There are searches in the mountains in the event that Jesse did make it to the trail, and he was lost somewhere along that path. There's search teams from the high altitude police that are going through the area. We have private search teams going through the area. But so far, there's nothing. Um, there's also a criminal investigation because there's been conflicting statements made by a hostel owner in this town of Juarez, where I am. So they're investigating to see why he made these contradictory statements. Criminal warrants were issued, and they're continuing to look into that. They're investigating whether he made it to the town that's closer to the trail because there were, there were people who claimed that he'd been there. And the most critical information that we're still not in possession of is the information from his iCloud account. In fact, I can tell you that, and I've not even told anyone this because this happened last night, but Apple did release the data from his iCloud account directly to a member of the State Department in encrypted form. And when he was permitted to pass it on to me so I could forward it to our experts, it was unopenable. So we have now, we have now begged the FBI to work on it to decrypt it because we can't even access the files, and that apparently is underway. So that's where the information is going to tell us where he was the morning of the 29th, if he was at the trail, if he was in the town of Caraz, if he was here in Juarez, if he was hiking, if he disappeared. We don't know. And the, and, and, the, and the hostel that you mentioned, we know for sure he stayed there or conjecturing he stayed there? So the first time that the hostel owner was interviewed, he said that he stayed there and he left or he stayed there on the 28th and he left early on the 29th. The second time that the hospital owner was interviewed, he said he never came here, he never stayed here. We have digital information that definitely places him at that hostel during the day as he arrived in this town early in the morning of the 28th. But we don't have anything definitive as to whether he actually slept there overnight on the 28th because the last communication from his phone is the morning of the 29th. So that, loca- so that, so that location has become the center of the police investigation, I guess. The criminal, the criminal right. investigation, yes, right. because, like I said, there's so many branches. The searches are, are just continuously ongoing. We're trying to get aircraft that make sense. We're trying to use helicopters, but we need trained pilots that have the ability to search in these high-altitude areas. These are not really easily accessible areas. There's altitude, there's pressure, there's wind shear. Weather changes from one minute to the next, so we're just exploring absolutely every option, and trying to get help from anyone that we can. Any idea how much uh, how much uh, ground he anticipated covering between then and October the 4th when he said it would be the next time he'd be in touch? You know, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm so sorry. I'm sure that people know what the length of that trail is. I know there was a, a route that he had planned that he sent to his friends that went from 
a town called Tasha Pampa to the other side called Vicaria, but I really, I'm sorry. I just yeah, my, my, point, my point being it's likely many miles, right? We're talking about a large area, I'm sure. I would imagine, yes. Uh, Elisa's, some, very, some very difficult terrain. Alisa's with us live via telephone. She is the mother of 22-year-old Jesse Galganoff, who many of you know at this point already disappeared during a hiking trip in South America. Uh, well, the obvious question from us in, in a case like this, after what you've described, is there anything we can do. We pray for him. We're all concerned. And you know that the worldwide community has certainly paid a lot of attention to the situation. Yes. I'm grateful for that. We've got people reaching out from everywhere. And it's really wonderful to know that there's so much support. You can, if there's anyone who has any resources that they think would help, you know, we've got people reaching out, really trying to, to help us with the aircraft. There's people who are, I mean, one of Jesse's friends started a GoFundMe page and this is money that's going to go and help I don't even know what this is costing, to be honest. I'm just doing whatever I can. Right. We've hired anyone that we can possibly hire to do this. So just keep his name out there. And I want everybody talking about him and looking for him. And just because we had a social media campaign, some girl who had taken a picture of herself on the bus going to Juarez, and it didn't help us because it would predate timing that we're looking for, but she had him in the background of the picture. And she sent it in to one of the sites that was monitoring all communication and I have a picture of him on the bus going to Juarez on the 28th. Maybe there's other pictures. Maybe somebody was in Juarez on the night of the 28th. Maybe someone was in Caraz. It's just getting his name, his picture out there. And as you know, there's a, there's a reward for information, and maybe that'll help somebody come, come forward in the event that someone does know how to lead us to Jesse. Understood. Someone has to have seen him. Understood. I will certainly continue to circulate the story. And uh, as you just mentioned, if anybody out there has any any clues or hints or, or possible information that could help, please be in touch. The go, when you said GoFundMe, you meant that specific site, right? The GoFundMe.com? Yes, it started. I'm, I'm not the one who started it, but I'm sure if you look up GoFundMe, Jesse Galvanoff, there's donations coming in, and I just am overwhelmed by the support, and I'm grateful. All right, Elisa, I'm not quite sure what to say other than uh, we are with you, as strange as that may sound, and a lot of people around the world are with you, and uh, we are hoping, we are hoping, we are praying, and we'll continue to spread the word. Hopefully, we'll help with some concrete information. Thank you very much. Prayers have to help. Alisa Clayman, she's the mother of Jesse Galganoff, the 22-year-old from uh, Montreal who disappeared during this hiking trip in South America. And uh, as you heard, you never know what piece of information or what someone may know or what picture they may have taken could possibly be helpful. If you're not familiar with the situation, you can... Um, uh, you could certainly uh, uh, search his name, Jesse Galganoff, and you will uh, uh, see plenty about the story as the worldwide Jewish community and worldwide community in general pays more and more attention to this, and we pray that we will have very positive results very, very soon. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM at 7 minutes after 8 o'clock.